All right, welcome back to Idiot's Alphabet Soup. My name is Catherine. And my name is Jenny. And we would like to sincerely apologize because for the past two episodes, maybe more, we've been hyping up this um, this week's episode because we were going to have a celebrity join us today. Truly Mrs. Mrs. Dorcas Smucker. Truly a celebrity. Truly a gem among women. Okay. Like, well, I can tell the story real quick. <laughs> you get, yeah, you tell the story. Okay, so basically, uh, my mom was going to send some books for Catherine and I to read once they were out, um, and she forgot to put my apartment number on the package. Love her. Anyway, uh, so it was being held at the post office. By the time I finally got there to pick up the package, they'd send it back to her. So, we, I just got the books today, um, which means we didn't have time to read them for this podcast. So we're going to talk about something else. We're actually going to talk about something that is, I mean, it would be a stretch to call it book adjacent. <laughs> we're just going to be talking about our favorite topic, us. <laughs> because here's the thing. We were like, okay, the book's not coming. We got to plan something that's like a different episode. Uh, we planned a whole episode uh, a week ago. And then got together today and started recording it. And we're like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, we we got into it and it was a full 10 minutes. And both of us were just like, this needs, this is awful content. It was like energy on the floor, not putting any new ideas into the world. Like, it was not good. <laughs> and our audience deserves better. You deserve better. All the queens and kings who listen to Idiot's Alphabet Soup deserve better than a discussion about which is better, the book or the movie. (laughs) Yeah, um, that was a huge struggle. So we picked out a topic today that I quite possibly we could spend hours talking about. Which is good because this is like, this is really on the fly here, folks. (laughs) All right, let's go. So... I seem to recall uh, on episode three, we were talking about how we hated one dimensional personalities. Do you think that it's okay to just have a personality based on being a bookworm or like being a math girl? And we both came to the consensus that we hate that. So today we will be talking about our personalities beyond books. And I'm, I'm going to apologize in advance, too, because we're going to be talking about math just a little bit, not a lot. <laughs> well, maybe a lot, because that is a lot of what we're doing right now, or at least what I'm doing right now. And also what you're doing, data science. <laughs> data science. Um, and we should also give credit for this idea to my sister, Emily, who is an avid listener of the podcast. Such a queen. <laughs> hey, Emily. She Hi, made me Emily. an apron. She did. It was so cute. <laughs> It was such a cute apron, and I don't know, to our viewers, follow her on YouTube. She's got a poppin' YouTube channel. She's got a poppin' YouTube channel? She shouted out our podcast on her YouTube, so we're shouting out her YouTube on our podcast. Emily, get prepared to have five extra views next week. (laughs) Hey. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. No, a lot of people watch the potty. Yeah. Listen to the podcast. Listen. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, though, she probably has more YouTube viewers than we have podcast listeners. Um, Fair. Anyway, so we do apparently have personalities beyond just reading. Uh, what is our, like, big personality trait that we've been talking a lot about, about a lot recently, Catherine? Okay. So, well, I have coined this term. 
And both me and Jenny have it. A couple of our other friends have it. I call it the too much gene. It's when you find five extra seconds of free time in your day and you convince yourself that you can add another hobby to your um, already like growing list of interests. Like you have, you go. What, what did you tell me today that was so too much? So keep in mind, uh, for my listeners, I'm a I'm a grad student right now in math, and so I keep being like, oh, I should run for president of AWM, which is like the Association for Women of, in Mathematics, or I'm like, oh, I should try and become an SGTA, or like, oh, I'm going to be on the graduate student organization, or like, oh, I'm going to start an AMS chapter here. <laughs> um, and I keep bringing uh, these ideas to Catherine, and she keeps being like, Jenny, you need to focus on your research. <laughs> Too much. Too much. But okay, I am also a hippo because what have I been doing lately? Okay, so I got published with my research recently and then I'm, oh, I'm part of the diversity (laughs) and inclusion committee at work just because, well, that's just a long story. And then, oh, also, did I tell you that I signed up for the party planning committee? You told me jokingly, or you told me you were thinking about it. You didn't tell me that you actually did. Well, yeah. Okay, so I signed up for the party planning committee at work. And then this summer, I'm taking on an intern just for funsies. And then, and then I've committed to drawing one sketch a day. And then we also have our book goal, 75 books this week, this year. Well, yours is 75, mine is 65. Um, yes, just five more than last year. Although I have been stagnating a bit in the book department because right now I'm reading this absolute brick. And also I don't have a lot of time. And also Girl. it's, uh, okay. It's like easy to read, but it's thick. It's a fairy tale by Stephen King. Um, anyway, we're not going to be talking about books. That's not part of our personality today. Well, it's part <laughs> of our personality. We'll maybe try and relate it back to books at the end if we can, but this is about who we are yeah. outside of books. Yeah. Also we're both on Duolingo. We are, girl, I'm about to get demoted out of the Pearl League, though. I've been struggling this week, um, and I am, I need to, after we're done with this recording, this podcast, I'm going to need to do some of that because I, like, I was sitting pretty in the Obsidian League for a while, then went up to the yeah. Diamond League, and then dropped down to Pearl, and I'm not dropping below Pearl, girl. Girl, I've, I've stopped caring about leagues. I'm in Amethyst right now. And I'm just, like, looking to continue my streak every day because it's getting ridiculous. Also, I feel like I'm hitting a little bit of a ceiling to learning Japanese. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned, like, what? Yeah, I've learned, like, what, 500 words, and they're all nonsense to me. Like, it's not like learning Spanish where, like, it's kind of adjacent to what the English word is. It's, like, all gibberish and also i have to read in japanese it's confusing yeah see i'm quite lucky that i chose spanish which is a language that uses roughly the same characters as english does i would be dying Um, if i was trying to do japanese but yeah i am enjoying it um what else do we do well that was a lot wasn't it i feel like we do other things too yeah i mean i feel like right now i'm not doing as much like hobby things just because mm-hmm. it's like either it's like all stuff with school for me right now. So the, the like too much gene is coming up in the sense of like, I'm like, oh, I should try and be on this committee or oh, I should I'm going to do stuff with math circle and go out to all these like lunches with prospective department heads and like whatever, whatever. Um, and like, 
they're good things, but I think I'm, I need to learn to say, you know what my problem is? I am what? not good at saying no to things. Okay, so, but like, both of us have a fair amount of hobbies, right? We do have a fair amount of hobbies, yeah. And like, when I have actual time on my hands, I get in my hobbies a little bit more. So how do you, like, how do you find hobbies? How do you get into them? Well, okay. I, I would like to attribute this to the fact that I have a five, what is it? A, a nine to five? Oh, oh, no. oh, I thought you were You're no. an Enneagram five. Yeah, I'm an Enneagram five. And apparently, I don't know what the official title of that is, but it's basically like, how do you describe an Enneagram five? Yeah, I know like you're a three and that means overachiever, but. Yeah, I'm an overachiever. I, I don't know what the word is. Uh, in my head, they're like people who hoard knowledge. But I don't know what the actual like title for the five is. Oh, okay. So it's called an investigator. And so sometimes I just be watching like a YouTube video or I'm on Instagram. And if I see something remotely interesting, I I will decide to dedicate swaths of my time, like chunks of my time for the next few months, just learning all about that one topic. For example, a year ago... I saw an orangutan video on Instagram and I was obsessed. And I kid you not, I've read like at least four different books about orangutans and I have watched like a bunch of documentaries and I love the orangutans. And I was obsessed with that for a few months. And like right now, I came across uh, uh, an Instagram page of this Japanese guy sketching. And so I've committed to doing one sketch a day for a whole year. Um, yeah. And so I've been bombarding Jenny with um, pictures that I drew. That is. Uh, yeah. I feel like I'm not that way at all. Um, no. Because, I'm, yeah, I'm not the type to, like, get obsessed with learning something and spend a lot of time on it. Um, but I am, like, when I get into a project, I get really into it. Like, um, some of the things I like to do are like very sort of crafty crafty <laughs> crafty things like sewing embroidery not knitting or crocheting because I'm very bad at those um but like when I have a sewing project it's like it's either all happening in one day or it's not happening <laughs> um <laughs> like I know people who will start sewing projects and then just leave them half done or like oh, work yeah. it on it a little bit at a time and then eventually finish it up but I'm like if I don't finish it the day I start it, or like within a few days of when I start it, it is not gonna get done ever. Oh, so how do you get into hobbies then? I don't know. I was thinking about that when you were talking, and I feel like I haven't. It, usually, it's somebody else introducing it to me. Um, mm. so like I was really into bird watching for a while, um, and that was because my dad really liked bird watching, or he used to in his youth. And um, all of us kids were like, we got to get dad into some hobbies because eventually he's going to have to stop working and then like he'll need something to do with his time. So we we're like, oh, we can get him back into bird watching. And I was like, yeah, I'll I'll go bird watching with him. Like, it'll be great. Um, and I did. And I really enjoyed it. A year or two, I was super into bird watching. Um, I kind of stopped when I moved here. But um, yeah, but I really you tell I, me about birds. Yeah, I tell you about birds. Some. I kind of I want to get back into it. I should. I should try and do that over the summer, maybe. 
because it's really yeah. a nice way to get outside and <gasps> I'm trying to get we should go bird watching in the summer we should yeah I recently I had a pair of binoculars you know what we should but- do is Girl, we should interrupted go to, like, me <laughs> but I have a pair of, well I don't have a pair of binoculars my fiance Luke has a pair of binoculars so by May 20th it'll be mine <laughs> But we should we should go bird watching together. We should go to a national park or something and go bird watching. We should. I didn't go for a while because the pair of binoculars I had like just did not fit my eyes well. Um, but I picked up another pair at the Goodwill and they work well. They're kind of cheaper feeling, but they fit my eyes better. And they're cute because they're red. So it's a win-win. Yes. I am excited. We should so do that. Also, we have like a lot of random stuff that we do together we do have a lot of random stuff that we do together and i think bird watching is a good one to add to that list but what are yeah, some of the other things Catherine? number one okay we just recently discovered this like this is this isn't even a thing but i declare it is part of our personalities now we are bridge people we love a good bridge yes well okay it all started because remember that time that you were we went to annapolis right yeah, well, no, it started with walkways, right? Yes, because you found it so funny that I was obsessed with walkways. Like, anytime I see a good walkway, I'm pointing that out and being like, that is a good walkway. But then, like, once you started doing it, I was like, I got to point out these walkways to Catherine that I see. But then, like, something about that made me start being obsessed with a good walkway. <laughs> yes, they're the best. Yes. And so walkways are very bridge ad- adjacent. And we were at, in Annapolis one day. When was that? In December, maybe? Yeah, that was in December. Yeah, so we were in Annapolis in December. And if you don't know, the the Bay Bridge is like 10 minutes away from there. And it was, so it was basically 20 minutes out of our way. And you had to pay like a $5 toll. But I was like, you know, the bridge is 10 minutes away. Do you want to just go on? <laughs> Do you want to just go on the bridge? And I was like, and sure. <laughs> sure. And we had such a great time. I love that bridge. Um, and like even driving to the bridge, we drove over a little bridge. And I was like, is this it? Bridge, bridge, bridge. We got so hyped. It was such a good time. Such a good yeah. bridge. Um, and then mm-hmm. when you came to visit unfortunately, me. And- we can't, unfortunately, we couldn't like go on the. Yeah. Like we couldn't walk on it, but we did drive over it. Yeah. It's a good one. But then when you came and visited me when I was in Oregon, we got two, we walked across two bridges. One was just like a random bridge in this random town. And then one of them was this bridge that I used to walk across in my childhood a lot. There was, it's like on the coast. Very pretty. Um, Yeah. yeah. We got to watch. It was really cool. We watched like seals from above. You could like see them swimming through the water. Um, That was so fun. And like just a random thing that both of us like to do. What else do we like to do together? Um, well, one thing we love to do together is to A, talk about ourselves, and B, <laughs> just completely overanalyze social situations. Yes. Um, I think one of the best things for our friendship is that we are v- both, like, very dramatic. So, like, the tiniest little social in- interaction. Like, we can milk that for hours, days, and weeks. <laughs> Yes, honestly, sometimes even just, like, discussing hypothetical situations that could potentially happen will take, like, a week. Well, it's content for weeks. Like, actually, this happened yesterday. Remember, I left you a voice memo? And I asked, what was that? I asked you a would you rather. Yeah. Um, 
Was that the, the bed bugs and rabid squirrels one? Yes. Would you rather sleep in a bed that you know for sure has bed bugs or sleep in a 50 by 50 forest where you know there's three rabid squirrels? And I said the squirrels if I have a rabies shot and the bed bugs if I don't have a rabies shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that was actually what really brought us together as friends is that we wanted to like talk about the things that were going on around us, but like we couldn't talk about the people we were currently around. Yes. Um, uh, I, we like to call the people in our lives celebrities. <laughs> and so anything that happens with them is just a celebrity interaction. And it's also such that everyone around us knows that like, if you tell me something, Catherine knows about it. If you tell Catherine something, I know about it. Literally, you can only tell one of us something if you're comfortable having two people know. <laughs> okay, so we love to overanalyze situations together. We also love to just like, we call it gallivant together. It's basically pick a direction and walk in that direction. Yeah. Yes. And like whatever happens, happens. Um, yes. It is dangerous when we start gallivanting in cars. <laughs> yes. Because, okay, we've gallivanted in Blacksburg and like DC and like in a whole bunch of other towns, right? Mm hmm. And that's super fun. But I seem to recall that we went to West Virginia and back. And we turned a three-hour road trip into a 12-hour road trip. <laughs> we did. Oh. Um, uh, it was so funny. Tell them about that, Jenny. Yeah, so we were driving from West Virginia back to Blacksburg in Virginia. And um, it was like we were going along. We already knew that we wanted to stop at, like, some caves or something. So, you know, we're driving along. We're like, oh, let's stop at these caverns. So we stop and we spend a while there and, like buy sweatshirts and go and tour this cave and whatever it was really cool oh um, i loved it yeah and then we're driving we're just, just like every little thing we see we're like oh maybe we should try and do that um so we, i think we tried to like go to some is like uh antique store but it was closed yes um, and then we got back on the road and then we were like oh we could drive down uh skyline drive at the, in yes. the shenandoah national park and so we like that, like, really routes us a ways out of our way. But we're like, we're going to do it. <laughs> so, so we drive to, like, it the entrance so there. funny. Tell them what happened at the entrance, Catherine. Okay. Well, okay, I love this. Because there's also, an, to explain, there's also another thing that happens to us when we're together. And it's that we regress and we act like we're 12. So imagine two 12-year-old girls with the ability to drive. Um... And so, you know, we go on the Skyline Drive. Literally, it took us two minutes to talk about it, and we've decided to commit. And it's like, okay, whatever. We're going to the Skyline Drive. We get in, pay for... Um, we have to pay for, like, a three-day pass, right? Yeah, we paid for a three-day pass, which is whatever. It was, like, 20 bucks. And so we got into the Skyline Drive, and five minutes into driving, I go, Jenny, oh, no. I'm on a quarter tank of gas, and the Skyline Drive is, like, 200 miles or something. So if I remember correctly, it was more like an eighth of a tank. And going into it, I was like, Catherine, do we have enough gas? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> well, okay, I didn't know in. that it would take super long. Okay. Anyway, so I had to, like, tuck my metaphorical tail between my legs and, like, go outside. Like, drive back outside 
the Skyline Drive area, gas up, and, like, come back around and meet, like, the same attendant who I paid, like, $20 30 minutes ago. And, like, the first time we saw him, Jenny was like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. Um, and I was like, okay, whatever. And, like, jokingly. In, like, a park ranger kind of way. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Jenny had some, like, Sour Patch Kids that she got from the gas station. Cause and I, I was pee. like, yeah. And I joked, like, oh, I'm going to give these to the guy. And she's like, haha, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, she dared me. And, like, she obviously knew I wasn't going to do that. Um, anyway, we go see the attendant. And he's like, oh, welcome back. So he remembered us. And, and I, was I was quite embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, she was very embarrassed. And so I just decided to say, my friend thinks you're cute. And then I drove away. <laughs> <laughs> and Jenny was just so embarrassed. Dying. It was so because I was not did not see it coming at all. Um, and you could hear him like as we were driving away, just laughing and laughing at this. Yeah, I just, my friend thinks you're cute. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> oh man! And see, here we are. Here we are, like. A uh, year later, still min- milking that social interaction. <laughs> we do still milk that one. Um, but yeah, so when we were driving on Skyline Drive, we stopped at like a ton of the different lookouts, even though basically every single one is the same. <laughs> um, we played Frisbee. And we played Frisbee, which speaking of which, that's another thing that we got into together is we like to play Frisbee together. Yes. I got a, a really sweet Frisbee from Walmart when... Um, when we went before my bachelorette party. Oh, yeah, that was a good I one. I love that Frisbee. Honestly, I'm yeah. considering getting one like it. I like it because it has the, the soft rim, and that's a lot nicer to catch. Speaking of other stuff that we do together, I've been trying to get you into gaming. So I feel like you and I have done this thing of trying to kind of get each other, or like getting each other into different hobbies. Um, yes, I like, feel like I bring you in, and you also bring me in. Yeah, because like Frisbee, for example was something that I was much, well, I wasn't, like, super into Frisbee, but it was something I had done before and, like, enjoyed. Um, and then, like, I got you into that when I got a free Frisbee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. like, playing video games is something that I was not about at all. Um, and then you kind of got me into, not a lot, but, like, definitely more than I was before. <laughs> yeah, um, we played a couple hours of Stardew Valley together. Mm-hmm. And you seem to have enjoyed that. Um, I think what you really like to do is do uh, is like play co-op games together because we played that one Switch game, Blanc, and you really liked it. I did really like that one. That one was really cute. Yeah, yeah I, definitely... I actually have another game that we should play together. Yes. We also played that game um, like TikTok or something. Yes. I really liked that one. I think you're right, though, that like I'm not – because there was one you had me play on my own that was, like, okay, but I didn't love. Like, I like playing mm-hmm. things with you. I think the bottom line is just we like to do things together. Yes. Because you know what else I got you into is thrifting. What? Yes. Okay. I love thrifting. And I had zero idea about it. Um, Actually, before I met Jenny, I've never thrifted in my life like I don't yeah I've never bought anything secondhand I don't think yeah and Jenny looked at me like I was some kind of alien because like almost 
like at this point i have more clothes that are like we're not secondhand than i used to because Catherine and i but buy so many matching things <laughs> um, <laughs> but like at the point i'm talking to her i would say a solid like 70 percent of my closet is either like secondhand or like hand-me-downs or like i got somehow secondhand um so yeah, yeah. i was astounded <laughs> that she had never been thrifting yeah i don't know thrifting was not a thing growing up in the philippines yeah i guess that would kind of make sense yeah um but yeah i took you thrifting for the very first time yep <laughs> that was really fun yeah and we've been to a couple places since yeah i really like it also another thing we like to do together is go on like these we go to these weird like niche museums <laughs> Yes. That no one cares about. For example, you go. For example, when Catherine visited me in Oregon, uh, we went to go see this like wooden carousel that had a whole kind of museum situation with it. That was great. It was all old people there and they loved us. I loved it so much. Yeah, oh, it was gosh. It was so much fun. And it was actually was really cool. Like the it was one of the like few wooden carousels that's out there. I know. I feel like that was really fun. And then also we went to that Oregon Trail Museum. Yes, the like Pioneer Museum. Yes. Um, the ladies loved us before we before we like <laughs> used flash photography. They loved us. Yeah. See, I thought the, fla the no flash photography sign meant for like the specific area that it said it. Oh, uh, I didn't realize it was for the whole museum. So... <laughs> yeah they they loved us they were like oh you're so happy and cheery on this blustery day and we're like teehee look at us uh and then we used flash photography and they hated us after that <laughs> like i do feel bad like yeah. i guess it's bad for the stuff or whatever but um okay what aspect of our personalities do you think is the reason why we get along so well oh that's a good question honest i i feel like the aspect of our personalities that like brought us together is how nosy we both are <laughs> and how much we just love information like we Agreed. love a good well we love like information about other people but even just like we love a good fun fact i know you know what keeps our friendship going is that we're both energy givers not takers yes yes we, we are givers of energy is what we are <laughs> yeah and like honestly most things in life fixable with a cheerful personality yeah true very true. V true. V true. Um, I think another thing that like break, that helps us work is that we're both very multidimensional. Um, yeah. Like obviously we, we both are into reading. That's a big one that we like center mm -hmm. a lot of our personalities around. Um, and math is another big one that we center our personalities around. Um. Mm -hmm. Are there any others that are, like, really big things that we agree on that we center? We're talking about qualities, like, qualities that have us get along, too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess, like, values and beliefs. That's true. Yeah. We're both, uh, V-Christian. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's just, that's just, like, a lot, that's just super convenient, I'd say yeah um especially like when you're at school like most people are not v christian <laughs> mm -hmm. um but you know yeah what else do we do jenny i don't know but um 
I think it's interesting that there's kind of there tends to be a stereotype, especially I feel like around math, that like if you're good at math, you're not good at things that are like artsy or more I guess social. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think um I think if you're not into math, you'd think that like, oh, if someone's a math major, they're just all about that and that's it. But I feel like most of the people I know who are mathematicians generally have a lot of interesting hobbies. Yeah. Because, like, well, we've talked about this before. When you're into math and when you like math, it usually follows that you have a curious um, mind mm-hmm. and you come with a lot of questions um, and you want things to be explained. So, like, I know a lot of people in the math department who are, like, very artistic or are very into, like, I don't know, just different stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it's, like, a... Oh, this is going to sound really harsh, and I only just thought of it. So I don't... I'm going to warn our listeners that I don't necessarily stand behind this idea. But I wonder if it's something that, like, people who throughout their lives feel like they're not good at math. Um, and that mm-hmm. might be because they were, like, taught poorly or, like, they just generally weren't really wired to do math. Um, like, they kind of tell themselves, like, well, I'm not good at math, but at least I can do art. And, like, math people can't do art. <laughs> oh, there's so many math people who can do art. Yeah. Or, like, but, yeah, I feel like people have this idea in their head that, like, or, like, writing, for example. It's, like, you can't mm-hmm. be good at math and writing. It's, like, one or the other. <laughs> No, that's not true. I mean, it's not yeah. true, yeah. But I think people tend to sort of have that idea. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you that that's the reason. Yeah, I don't. I think it's also because of ego. Like, if you're a math person, you generally have a big ego, too. That is true. Math people have and a big ego. you think you're better than everyone else. People. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, in my opinion, like, being a math major is, like, studying math is the best. It's just, like, in my opinion, and I know that's, like, egoistic, but that's just, like, how I feel about it, you know? Yeah, I do tend to, like, I can't, I maybe too much buy into the thing that, like, the propaganda that math people spread of, like, if you're a math major, like, that is the best major. Like, it is the stemmiest of the stems. Math people are the smartest people. Yeah. Um, um I think, but... I feel like part of the reason I buy into that is that, like, I've sold myself to math, you know? Like, this is what I'm doing. So I got to convince myself it's the best thing to be doing or else I'm not doing the yeah. best thing I should be doing. Because a lot of people don't realize that even within STEM, like, people think of a certain, like, people still discriminate against one another, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, even like, math and statistics, you know, people think mm-hmm. they're a lot the same, but mathematicians tend to really bash statisticians. Yeah. Myself um, included, because I hate statistics. I think, I don't know. I enjoy statistics, um, but it's definitely not mathematics. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, like, <laughs> like, I feel like mathematicians, they have a certain respect for physicists. That's, like, the closest thing. And then computer science maybe and then engineering and then like chemistry like biology, biology or chemistry biology everything else <laughs> that's like 
the lowest. But that's not to say that that's true. That's just how, like, mathematicians feel. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, physicists have their own ranking that puts physicists at the top. Yes, I'm sure. And, like, the argument for math people is that, well, if you can learn math, then you can learn anything. Yeah. Because math is basically, like, how to structure your arguments in a coherent way. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you can learn how to methodically go through a problem, you can encounter anything that is not mathematics and still learn it effectively. Yeah. All right. What do you think about that, Jenny? I think, I think like, that's, that's valid. Um, I definitely hear the thing a lot about, like, oh, if you learn math, you can learn anything, right? Yeah. Um, like, math is about learning how to problem solve, whatever, whatever. But I think maybe some of the other STEM fields also kind of push that to their students. Because I was talking to this girl the other day who is in engineering. And she was like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, engineering, like, it doesn't teach you. She was talking about, like, her field of engineering. And, like, you know, it teaches you how to problem solve. And that's what really matters. And in my head, I went, like, no, math is what <laughs> teaches you how to problem solve. And then I was like, well, probably engineering does, too. Like, it's you're learning how to problem solve in different ways. I think math teaches you a very specific way of problem solving um and it's like sort of abstracting things and working with them there um yeah i think math is the best when it comes to abstraction yeah and like just more like a nebulous kind of flexible way to problem solve you know Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think engineering teaches you like here is a problem here are the steps you like Given a problem, you can kind of figure out the steps to go through to solve it. That specific problem. And I feel like yeah. math teaches you how to kind of abstract and say, like, what can I do in all problems like this? Yeah, so it's like, I feel like if there was any type of problem that an engineer and a mathematician were faced with, like, there's more, I feel like there's a bigger practicality aspect when you're an engineer and a bigger, like, physicality to how you would approach a problem. Whereas, like, if you're a mathematician, you're like, how do I optimize? (laughs) How do I, like, solve this with the least amount of effort and the least amount of steps and just, like, you know? Yeah. How do I? Because, like, a big thing about mathematicians is they want to make everything neat. Yes, I was going to say. And, like, beautiful. Like, elegant. Like, a mathematician is going to care at the end if they have an elegant answer or not. I feel like an engineer is like, if it works, it works. (laughs) And, like... I think there's a time and place for both, you know? Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you need a bridge built. You just need a bridge built. Go engineers, build that bridge. But, like, <laughs> for Plato's ideal bridge, like, you need a mathematician for that. Yeah. Uh, I... There was this argument that we had at my fiancé's house, like, a couple weeks ago. Do you remember, Jenny, when... Um, we were talking about like math versus engineering and mm-hmm. Luke just goes do you even know what rebar is <laughs> and I was like yeah do you yes. even know what an open set is <laughs> and do you know what the Banaktarsky paradox is <laughs> have you and, heard like, of just... Hilbert's hotel <laughs> <laughs> we just went through all of this and he's like no 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 and he's like and he's like, but what does it matter? Blah, blah, blah. And um, we've recently done, like, we've made this joke so many times because, um, I don't know, I was talking about someone 
some math guy that I knew like way back when and um well he's he's come across like a problem in life or whatever and Luke just goes well he can't math his way out of this one and I was like what does that even mean like you can't rebar your way out of this one either <laughs> like why is that a comment I love that so much yeah and so like anytime Luke has come across a problem I'm like hope you can rebar your way out of this one <laughs> oh. I just hope he doesn't anyway. start being like hope you can open set your way out of that one <laughs> Shh, don't say that. He listens to this. You can't give him any ideas. But he doesn't even know what an open set is, okay? <laughs> Next time he says that, just be like, well, what is an open set? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. But then there are also, like, stereotypes that you associate with mathematicians that are not. Mm-hmm. That are, I mean, we've talked about the one where, like, oh, you can only be good at one thing. But, you know, this never really bothered me. I don't think I have any trauma from it or whatever. But I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, I was always, like, pretty good at math. And some of my uncles or, like, my aunties or my mom's friends would say, oh, it's so great that Catherine is good at math. Usually boys are good at math. Um, It's great that she's good. And, like, it never affected me. I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> But, like, it's not not great. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's not great. Um, But maybe that was just of the age. Like, it was the early 2000s, like, you know. Yeah, but it seems like even in the early, I mean, I think things have been improving, you know, when it comes to the representation of women in math. But it is still, like, I think especially when you go to, like, people who don't have a lot of experience seeing female mathematicians, like, there's this idea that, like, girls can't do math um which really sucks I remember this is back in the yeah. day when I thought I was going to be an engineer um mm -hmm. I told my cousin this I was like yeah you know I'm going to college for engineering he goes but 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 you're a girl really yeah oh that's so funny um also there was one time I feel kind of I honestly actually feel bad about this because I ruined a family dinner over it and this was like a family dinner where we had guests and I, granted I was like I was 18, um, wasn't making as good of decisions as I do now, but my dad mm -hmm. was teaching like the youth Sunday school class and is talking about, this is after I decided to be a math major. He mentions that like, yeah, and you know, like boys are better at math than girls are, whatever, whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what did you just say? Like, are you saying <laughs> that a boy is going to be better than me at the thing that I've just dedicated my life to? Oh. And I really got on his case about it, which was like, uh, I if you're listening to this, Dad, I apologize for that. Um, you didn't deserve the treatment I gave you. <laughs> I also apologize to the family that was visiting us because that must have been such an uncomfortable family dinner to sit through. <laughs> um, Yikers! But yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's a lot better about that sort of thing now than he used to be, and he definitely like he'll he'll stand up for me now in situations where like other people are implying like I'm not as as good at math because I'm a girl or like that sort of thing oh yeah I don't I don't know because growing up I've never had like an issue with 
I never thought of me being a woman as like anything that has to do with math. Or that was just never like a fact. I know my some of my family friends or whatever they they'd make these comments, but they just like flew over my head. Interesting. Because I knew for a fact that I was better at other people than math. And my parents were never were never about like boys are there was no talk about oh boys are just naturally smarter than girls like I've never heard that yeah in my house ever and any the only thing I heard from my parents was like you can be as smart as as you choose to be also I want to apologize to our listeners uh my neighbor has a dog that is like the most annoying dog in the world um and it's it like anytime anyone walks by my apartment it starts yapping at them um, and it is currently yapping. And so you're going to hear it in the background. But like, I don't anticipate it shutting up anytime soon. So I think we're just gonna have to go with it. But I apologize. <laughs> Man, this episode turned into a downer at the end. Am I right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. But like, you know what? You know what, though? It's your personality as a three and my personality as a five is like a good it's like the best blend of personalities i think on the enneagram yeah a very good blend of personalities because i feel like we bring we bring out the good parts of each other and like yeah and then we sort of like i think you've helped me to be less seeking of outside validation yeah and like you've helped me it's not that you've made me more like sociable You've made me more flexible and, like, more... I have a lot more perspective now when I, like, talk to other people. Because, like, usually before, it would take me, like, five minutes to determine if, like, I wanted to hang out with you again or not. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> um, But, yeah. Still find it really hard for me to care what other people think. Interesting. All right, I think it's okay. about time we wrap this up. So maybe we should do, a, like, a final bit. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. So, okay, we've talked about all of these things that make up our personality and all the stuff that we like to do together. What a hobby, since we have we both have the too much gene, what a hobby should we do next together? That is a, a good question. I feel like the one that you always bring up, you know what actually we should do? Okay, what? glass blowing or pottery. <gasps> Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been talking about pottery for ages. You remember? Yeah, maybe. I don't and know. also metallurgy. I was going to say metallurgy is the one that I've heard you mention multiple times. And I'm like, what is this girl's obsession with metallurgy? <laughs> uh, no, I feel like I could get really into pottery. The big thing right now is like it takes time and you have to like take classes and get like time in a studio. And that sounds mm-hmm. like it'd be a bit of a bother. But. I think I think I would really enjoy pottery, getting my fingers in the mud, you know? Yeah, I think we should try glass blowing first. Yeah. Also, um, I talked to you about this. We should go rock climbing. We should go rock climbing. Yeah. Because I tried it for the first time. Well, not the first time, but the first time in a long while. Um, two days ago, and it was really fun. Yeah. And I think you should do it with me. Maybe we should get into tennis. I'm going to play tennis later today. And I haven't played in ages, and I'm going to be really bad at it, but. Maybe tennis should that be That sounds thing. good. Anyway. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> <laughs>
This has been Idiot's Alphabet Soup. Baboosh. Baboosh.